This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We're very glad to have you with us this week. I've got <clears throat> something going on with my throat there. <clears throat> very professional. Thank you. We're, we're very professional. That's us. Awesome. Around The Masculine Journey, I had you know, like a half hour to get rid of that. Apparently. <laughs> dad sounds. Dad sounds. I'm just making dad sounds from last week. Yeah. If you, if you don't know what we're talking about, you can go back and listen to last week's podcast on uh, Dad Noises, which was actually quite funny. <laughs> but uh, the topic this week was brought to us from Rodney. Rodney, you, you have the topic for the week, so why don't you tell us about what our topic is? Well, when you, we, you walked out last week, you're like, hey guys, we don't have a topic for next week. And on my way home, I was praying about my word of the year, and it dawned on me, we haven't done a review. And I was like... Oh boy, this is going to be a fun text to see how everybody responds to this when I send it out. <laughs> hey guys, we haven't done a review on the word of the year. And then I sent that out and uh, definitely Robbie immediately jumped on. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Let's let's do that. And then uh, everybody else I was waiting for. And that's why I was like, <laughs> Sam said, I forget what your text was. Probably okay. Yeah, it was like very, very <laughs> short. I remember that. And I was like, okay, let's see if anybody else responds because... I was like, okay, yep, that's right. It's confession time because <laughs> typically yeah. most of us, other than Robbie, don't really spend as much time into our word as we probably would really like to. Yeah, and I th think for some clarity, we all have words we'd like to use with 2020. <laughs> <laughs> most, of them, most of them aren't really good, <laughs> so we won't do that. But what we're talking about is something that started, gosh, a few years back, Robbie. I don't remember when it, when it all started, three, four years ago maybe, three years ago? Yeah, we got it from, you know, the Wild at Heart people who, you know, had this idea of a, a topic that God wanted to deal with you this year. And we start asking, usually in December, what, what you know, where we're going in the next year. So this is really fun for me. I mean, it's, here we are. You are definitely excited. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm excited to hear about it. And, and we are going to go through and kind of do an update and go through what our word is. We actually have a, each of us have a clip for the most part. I think most of the people have a clip. And so chances are we'll go into the after hour show and maybe into another week. We'll see where God takes us. But this is really his topic and we are going to talk about our word. And so I want to start with a, a song about a word. There you go. Yeah. And it's probably one of Robbie's favorite songs. It really actually. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was I wasn't making fun that time. I, was, I did. I didn't pick the clip. It was actually Sam, and I got it, and I said it's perfect. And the longest word we will use all night. It says yeah. right from Mary Poppins, and, and they've gone, you know, out on the merry-go-round into the Wonderland, and and there they're going to get a lesson from Mary and Bert on using words. Here we go. 
There probably aren't words to describe your emotions. Now, 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 gentlemen, please. On the contrary, there's a very good word. Am I right, Bert? Tell them what it is. Right. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Because I was afraid to speak, well I was just a lad My father gave me now a tweet, told me I was bad But then one day I learned a word to say, we ain't a nose The, the biggest word you ever heard, heard and this is your way go Oh, and believe it or not, that was just under a minute. <laughs> I know it felt much longer, but I, a couple things about that. Then I'll, obviously I want to turn this over to you, but um, it's impossible to be in a bad mood and listen to that song. I will give you that. You know, you can't listen to that song and stay in a bad mood, right? Because there's something about it. It's just so upbeat. Um, Mary Poppins, not my favorite movie, but that song is pretty cool. The The reason I actually like the, the clip is it reminded me of regardless of the word God gives you, you may go, that doesn't make any sense at all. You know, why would you give me that word? Which is a lot of times the way we look at stuff is like, really, God, that's a word you gave me? Right? But it always makes sense. You know, and that word, when you think about it, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, right, doesn't seem to make any sense. But once you know the context of it, the way they play it out in the song and stuff, it does. And so, Robbie, why don't you tell us a little bit about your word and your adventure <laughs> for the year? Well, I, I just really think the concept of what they're describing is the fact that often we want to communicate and we really do not know what to say. And this young man that obviously has his father wound is his father's totally tweaking his nose. And, and calling him bad. Right. And he's yeah. calling him bad. And, you know, this is a situation that he's got an opportunity to express himself and he doesn't know what to say. So he needs <clears throat> words and he actually needs intimacy. And and the cool thing about my word for this year um, is a haba in, in Hebrew. So it... it it's the Hebrew word for love. It's the, the Mac Daddy Hebrew word for love, kind of like you would say agape in Greek. But this one beats that, trumps that word from my perspective tremendously because it's in the original language. And so when you hear the word, aha, you're hearing sounds that literally God himself, the Father, like this is when, when Jesus said, Abba, Father. In other words, this, this is what Jesus calls Dad, Right? And, and it's the same word as love. And the reason is, is because the father expressed, like words are an expression, is a sound of a sound that's like an H sound, which means the hey in the Hebrew language, which means expression itself. And so we, a lot of people have this issue of thinking that God the father is this distant player and a, you know, kind of thing you know, they're, they're looking always for the other shoe to drop when it comes to the Father. But here you're learning something very cool within the Word itself is this idea of God himself is love expressed. But then the second part of the Word, the ba-ba sound in it, is now the house or the, this is the head of the house expressed. And so when you think about this, 
concept of house, how many of us long to be home? Or does home mean a significant thing to us? And it certainly is a gigantically significant thing to God because his home is in heaven, but he really wants to hang out with people that love him and that he loves. And so as God has taken me on this adventure this year, as we've studied this word together and began to see why he wanted me to go there with it, is I have had a tendency my entire, I guess, life to not have the priority on home that the word love actually has. In other words, I think God was trying to show me that, Robbie, it starts from your home, meaning your home with me, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, and then it comes out with Tammy and Robbie and Tess and Mariah and Leslie in, in my home. You see, out of that place of love, because, you know, we talked about it on that show with Morgan Snyder, the, this kid that was at his dad's funeral, and he said, gee, that sounded like a really nice guy. I wish I'd known him. Well, you know, God is showing me that out of this, this, this place of home that we create as the head of our house, and, and as we rec- recreate as fathers ourselves, that can I, as the father, when they think of the father, do they think of love? And when they think of my house, like I want to go home. And home is a place, you know, where I want to be. And, and a good king creates that good kingdom. And so as I, as I think about Bert and Mary, you know, they're, they're telling you that this word is a way to express life. And God gave us this very basic, like, triple whammy word. You'll find it all over the book of the Song of Solomon, which has everything to do to love, to tell us that, wow, it, love is connected to home in a way that I never would have perceived, except I've been journeying with him on that word all year. And see, I made it without even finishing the first segment. <laughs> We're close. <clears throat> no, I, <clears throat> I wanted to ask a follow-up question, Robbie. On that, yeah, I mean, you you are really diligent at doing this. And so, you know, for the people out there that's thinking, okay, the, the whole concept of just getting a word from God is foreign, let alone spending an entire year on it, right? Because, you know, for most of us, we're microwave mentality. Okay, God, you gave me the word. All right, I'm going to look up the meaning in the dictionary. Good to go. We're gone. Yeah, let's go. How do you spend a year, and what's that really look like, digging into something with God for a year? I mean, isn't there enough uh, meat there to last you the whole year? Oh, you know, I guess God just helps focus. If, if, if you came to see my prayer life every morning, you go, you got to be kidding me. This guy, <clears throat> my mind is going 40 million different places and all sorts of things. And so I discovered that, A, you, you start out the year by asking God, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? And just like you hear your new name and other things, you, you get this sense, oh, that didn't come from me. That's, what, that's where we're going and that's what you want. Now that I have that, I pray the Lord's Prayer every morning because it just orients me because my mind wants to go on and meet people I'm upset about or something I've got to do at work. My mind's going everywhere but where it ought to be going, which is home, by the way, (laughs) with God. And so I have a note where I've written out the Lord's Prayer, and at the bottom I write my word for the year so that I literally, as I begin that my daily prayer, um, 
which, you know, it's, it's happening at four in the morning. So I don't really have my act all that together. It just, it's just a really confused looking guy, but I'm saying, God, show me how to ha ha ha, but like you, you know, this morning. And so often it's almost like a, like you jumped off the diving board. Now, where are we going? And that's how it works. So in English, I mean, you're basically saying, hey, God, show me how to love like you love. Right. Right. And I'm not making fun. I'm saying no, you know, that's, people maybe just pick, didn't hear it right the first time. That's really what you're asking him in Hebrew. Exactly. Right. How do I love like you today, God? And, and he takes you there. And it's weird how much he unpacks throughout the year. You know, things that he unearths that you're like, wow, you got all that from this word. This is why you wanted to, to take me on it. And last question for you before we go into break, because I'm trying to make you last all the way to break. Now, <laughs> so I can make fun of you. Now, the, uh, the, the words often dovetail from one year to the next, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, you'll build upon one to the next to the next. And so it's really cool to watch you continue to unpack and unfold your life. In the meantime, go to MasculineJourney.org, register for the upcoming boot camp, November 12th through 15th, MasculineJourney.org, November 12th through 15th, we'll be there, God will be there, he's going to have great words for you, lots of words, one, two, a million of them, I don't know, but go register now. Robbie Dillmore here, your mattress getting a little thin on top? Well, check out the new mattress topper from MyPillow. I sleep hot and my wife sleeps cold, which make its phase change material invaluable to us. It comes with a 10-year warranty, it's washable and dryable, and it's made in the USA, backed by Mike Lindell's 60-day warranty. And best news ever, go to MyPillow.com, save 30%, use promo code CARGUY, or call 800-943-7096. Remember that promo code CARGUY. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. Go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. You go to facebook.com and click the donate button, or you can go to masculinejourney.org and find the donate button. masculinejourney.org. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Now what do we do? Just be yourselves. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. If it feels like every day is picking a fight, then you might want to come listen to The Masculine Journey and find out why we use clips like these to illustrate the story God is telling in the lives of men today. The truth is God designed you to pick a fight, but which fights do we pick? Well, grab your gear and come on a quest every Saturday at noon. And now The Masculine Journey After Hours Podcast. Yeah, you gotta continue to listen to it. I mean, that song also puts me in a good mood. I can't, not like super California. Yeah, you brought that. You brought both of those. Yeah, I did actually. One's for Robbie, but the, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that one was for me because I'm thinking about. We're talking about word. What better bump in than word up? Yeah, what is the word up, Sam? Yeah, it's a word up to God and the guy and back to down to you. You know, it's 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 great. 1986 is when that was out. Mm-hmm. It was a. You mean, you mean the time in rock and roll when the music started really going downhill? Yeah, this was okay. not rock and roll, though. It was R&B and funk. And so it was not technically rock and roll. 
<laughs> Andy, did you have something to add? <laughs> I was going to say, you dro- it reminds me of you dropped the bomb on me. Oh, that's, that's true. It does. It does. It's about that same era. Yeah, you dropped the bomb on me. Yeah. <laughs> so coming back to the word, word up, we're going to yeah. come back to the word. And we're talking about the words that we got at the first of the year from God and what we've done or not done with them over that time. <laughs> and so Robbie went first because he's the most diligent out of the group of, of hanging in there and doing what he's committed to do. And he brought it to us and he did it before we ever did it. And we saw the fruit that it had in his life. And we're excited about trying to get that same fruit. Andy twists our arm a little bit. Ouch. (laughs) No, but it has been watching him get the fruit out of the word each year. makes you hungry to say, I want to know what, what God's really wanting to do for me. So Rodney, do you want to talk about your word first? Or do you want to play your clip first? Uh, probably go to the clip, but I'll let Jim get his little comment in here. I know he wants to get in. I, I reminded Rodney, this is his show, so he gets to decide. One of the things Sam asked Robbie before was, can you spend that much time on a word? And Ahava is one, not just a year, that's a lifetime. And it reminded me of when I first did this, I also chose a life word and it is the other hebrew word chesed which is you'll usually see loving kindness and often you'll see god's love expressed that way as well and we don't the english word love hardly touches it so if you can get hold of one of those and live it it's good for a lifetime yeah, and, and we water down the word love. You know, I love this TV show. I love chips. You know, I love this. I love that. <laughs> ice cream. I love ice cream. You know, why are you looking at me? They, uh, no, they, I love all these things, right? But no, but not the type of love we're talking about. Thank you, Jim. That was very good. Uh, Rodney, to your word, you want to do the clip? You want to yeah. set it up? Or just there's, play nothing, it? there's nothing to set up other than playing it sets itself up. Well, there's probably a whole generation that's never heard. The, <clears throat> well, I was going to say our more, our more mature audience will recognize it but then after that i can explain it okay we'll go ahead and play it robert young and jane white with eleanor donahue billy gray and lauren chapin in father knows best that's yeah. before he went to be a doctor, right? That's where he went to school to be a doctor. He was Marcus Welby for that next generation of people, I think. Yeah, and there's a bunch of characters in that show that became a lot of different other characters. Yeah. But yeah, Fathers Knows Best, you know, was a show a long time ago in my youth. And um, it was just something that fits very well with my theme and my word for the year, which is father, which fits very well with what Robbie was just talking about as well, because the path that I've been on has been very interesting. Um, so it starts off with, I remember Jim and I both had the same thing. We came to the show that night and it's like, oh, we're doing our word of the year. And we're both of us like, oh, we didn't really get that from the text and the emails. That That's what the show was about. So we went off to separate rooms and thought, uh, we better come up with a word here. So God graciously gave us a word quickly and mine was father. And then, so my first thing after the show was like, okay so now that you give me this word father what's that all about and the first thing he did was said because my last year's word was overcomer he's like well you'll never be an overcomer without a father 
and I need to follow you to help you to be an overcomer. And that's where, like you said, the, the connection of the words. It's just, you know, this is only my second year doing a word of the year. And it was just interesting that, yep, immediately there's a connection. So I'm actually so super excited about what's coming up in the future as to, okay, how many more connections are we going to have? How am I going to see them? How is he going to reveal them to me? So, you know, you talk about how can you live in a word for a year? It's just it's just like the Bible. You read any part of the Bible, it references and refers to so many other segments and portions of the Bible, and you learn and you learn and you learn and you learn. And when you have a hunger and a thirst for God and his word and learning about that, there's there's not an end to that. So just want to add that in for, the, for that comment. So my word was father, and immediately, you know, he ties in, I'm going to father you, basically. Well, where my mind goes soon after, it was all about me. Because I do have to let all our millions of listeners know that, hey, I am a dad, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I do know best. (laughs) Yeah. So... Now, my family may not agree with that, but I'm trying to convince them. I'm working hard at that. Yeah. Uh, you make them watch a show. You make them go back See? Watch it, it even, there's a TV show about me. Yeah. They made, yeah. Now, so where has God taken you so far from January till now? So it started off with, you know, hey, here's the connection. And then it went to me trying to make it about me. I tried to make it, okay, so what do I need to do? What do I need to learn? How am I going to be about the father, husband, and all this kind of stuff? And... It was within, uh, you know, two or three months, he had completely reversed that and said, no, it's about me as father to you and the way that you're going to ever learn to be a good father, be an overcomer, be what you need to be is I need to be in his will. Just like, and I've been spending a lot of time this whole year in John where we do expositional teaching at uh, church and we're on John and just like this sermon this past week and was wonderful because it was two verses. I love the ones that are a, a verse or two and that's all there is. And you just go so deep into scripture and you just dive all around the Bible and the meaning and deep you can, that you can draw out of something so small. And, you know, and again, Jesus is always saying, I'm here to do the father's will. So it's not about self. It's just not about me. It's gotta be about his will. So, my number one prayer all year has been, Father me. Just just simple, just, Lord, Father me. And when I'm in a good place, I try to do it because that's where that's when I usually drift off to my own, you know, arena. I go to take off and I go my own direction. But very often what I do my heavy praying on my word and trying to figure out, okay, Lord, what do you have for me is after I just screwed something up after something just went bad. Cause that's what triggers you. You should have done this beforehand before you got into this situation, before you went into the conversation with your daughter, your son, your wife, your uh, boss with whatever's going on. And it's like, you maybe should have went to him first. So throughout the year I have gotten better at, okay, God, what do you, what do you have for me? in this there's been things at work that were i thought oh this would be a perfect opportunity for me to dive into something new it there were promotion opportunities available but they were like it's it's already decided before even got posted kind of thing so it's like okay those things aren't happening i'm not going there and i'm comfortable and cool with that because i'm like 
God, whatever you have for me, I'm just not anxious about things. And this is the year of anxiety. I mean, COVID, all the riots and everything else going on. I'm, I'm not that worried. Uh, the other apocalyptic thing is being talked about. It's just, I just got this ease that, okay, God, you've got it. Father, you've got me. I'm here to be your son. And that's my identity is I'm your son. And I'm just happy in that skin and I'm just comfortable with that. And that's where he's just been building that in me all year. And it's been a fun ride. Well, thank you. Harold, we've got a few minutes left. I don't know if we'll get your full story in in this segment. If not, we'll come back to it afterwards. But do you want to play your clip first or do you want to talk about your work yeah, first? go with the clip. We'll go with the clip. It's a short bump, so we should be able to get it in. Suddenly I just I do think it's interesting that all of our words have had upbeat music <laughs> so far. Anyway, Harold, tell us about the happening. That was your word happening, right? Right. Yeah, this was a, a new thing for me. Uh, Robbie, of course, was the leader in the, the word of the year, et cetera. And toward the end of last year, it's like, Lord, I don't, I don't want to be the only guy in the group that doesn't have a word. I don't really know how this works, but help me out here. So for several days, you know, it's like, okay, God, you know, what's what's my word? I, I need a word. And finally, it, you know, it was like happening. I thought, huh? <laughs> what, what kind of word is that for me to have for a year? Um, and wow, that was before. And talk about happening. Uh, I'm 79 years old, and this year is different than anything I've ever experienced. But I have to fess up and be truthful and say that I really have not followed up like I guess I will the last part of this year. I really haven't visited my word. I've just been, like everybody else, uh, astounded at what's going on. And uh, the the COVID thing uh, is, is one thing, but what bothers me more than that uh, is the direction that uh, our country is going in from a moral standpoint. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't understand how you can justify uh, murdering babies and calling it not murder. And, uh, and other things that are changing in our, our country and from the standpoint of an old man like me, not for the better. Uh, I grew up in what my wife and I refer to as the best of times. We grew up in the 50s, and a lot of people would say, well, you're just got your head in the sand. Was that the 1750s? <laughs> B.C. Who, who was president? Was our president? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the 50s were a great time to grow up, and... Uh, we, we didn't have the moral dilemmas. We didn't face drugs and stuff, at least not in the part of the world I grew up in. So my word was happening, and uh, I wish that things could be happening differently. 
Okay, go to masculinejourney.org, register for the upcoming boot camp November 12th through 15th, and go download the podcast where we talk about the after hours and the rest of this topic. This is the Truth Network.